0: Keep being you and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb
2: magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Beyond the Beauty is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Bobby Brown. I wanted to talk to Jake Rosenberg because I find him, besides, so dear to me. He's one of the first guys that really figured out how to create a digital brand, a media company based on social media and content. And I find that right now it's very common, but he was the first one. I wanted to find out how he did it and just really introduce a lot of my listeners to someone that I think is so awesome. We're buds, we're friends. When I need something, he's there. When he needs something, I'm there. And, you know, he's like my fourth or my sixth son, depending, you know, when you count my nephews. So Jake launched the Coveteur when he was only 23 in 2011 as a passion project. It was just a fun thing for him. His idea was to write about the items that celebrities coveted. And now Jake has been on the Forbes 30 Under 30 list. He's published a book, and he has offices in New York and Toronto, He's hung out with everyone from Oprah to Cindy Crawford to Meghan Markle. And I just want to know, how did you do it? How did you get your first job with Chanel? Here is my conversation with Jake Rosenberg. So I'm here with my—and it's going to take me a minute to even figure out what I'm going to say because he is my good friend— He is my partner in some work things. But he's also kind of like an adopted son, which I can't even explain. People always say, how did you meet Jake Rosenberg? And I actually met him when he came to my house to shoot me. And I don't know what it was about him or us, but we just bonded.
3: Totally. Yeah. I mean, I can remember that day so well. I remember we drove up to Montclair, didn't know. We hadn't met yet. I was nervous, but excited. And
2: Nervous? You've been in Cindy Crawford's closet and, like, name a person you've been in their closet.
3: I know, but I, I was so excited to to meet you and hang out and uh, showed up. And, I mean, instantly I feel like we just, like, hit it off. I remember you obviously had a big spread of food. I was starving. We hung out <laughs> for the whole afternoon, traded stories, and and became fast friends right away.
2: And, and you your style, which I want to talk about, is basically to shoot where I live with my things. Mm-hmm. And I happen to have a lot of really cool things in my closet I never wear from really fancy shoes and purses. And literally, they were all over my house when you were taking these amazing pictures. I think I found a couple of my Prada pumps like for months after that, just in random areas in the house.
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think when we come over to somebody's house I think every time you know we're somewhere somebody's always like oh my god I totally forgot I even had that or you know they get to kind of reimagine their closet because we're going through finding things that we you know feel uh represent a certain aspect of style and whoever we're, we're covering and you know going through your closet there was endless pieces that we pulled out and styled around your home and had a lot of fun with.
2: So let's just go back and talk about the kova Tour mm-hmm. and how you got the idea for this. Were you a photographer beforehand?
3: So I was shooting beforehand. Mm-hmm. Does that not
2: mean you're a photographer? What were you shooting?
3: I was assisting photographers. Okay. But really when this all... Kind of came together. it was it was a passion project. I had just finished an industrial design degree. um i was I was more in the outdoorsy world mm-hmm. and obsessed with a lot of different brands, but I did not come from a fashion background whatsoever. I was assisting different photographers, different fashion photographers while studying a design degree, became obsessed with branding and storytelling and And all those different aspects while I was, you know, starting to build my portfolio in photography. And I met who became my business partners. And we worked on a lookbook together, had a great time. And this is all pre Pre-, pre everything, pre digital magazines, yeah. pre influencers. I mean, yeah, at the beginning, this was like right at the beginning when, when yeah. digital was you know magazines were just thinking about digital properties and yeah. pre Instagram, pre influencers, yeah. pre
2: Instagram. Isn't that? Yeah. I don't even yeah. remember yeah. pre Instagram. Twitter,
3: Twitter was the thing, and that was uh-huh. like a very successful piece of yeah. our our little puzzle. Really, but it was it was all this was for fun. This was a yeah. passion project. You know, street style was a really big thing at the time, and so we didn't want to do street style, but we wanted to take it one step further and see, you know, who are these people? Where do they get ready? What you know, why do they choose the pieces that they choose to wear? And it was really all based around inspiration. And so who inspired us? It wasn't, there was no influence there. There was no But then how maker. did you
2: talk people into do this in the beginning? Who's the first person you did and who was the biggest get?
3: Ever? Um, oh, my goodness. So, wait, wait. We
2: won't even talk about, like, the biggest anything. Yeah. And But we will jump ahead to the time okay. where I turned on the TV at Meghan Markle's wedding. Uh, but you and I did shoot her one day in the city yeah. together and you were walking in the chapel with Oprah. (laughs) I think think my phone, my Instagram, everyone's like, it's your guy, Jake, what's going on? So we'll let everybody, like, we'll go back to that story in a minute. Sure.
3: I mean, at the beginning, who were the first? We launched the site with six different people. I remember it was my, you know, our first trip to New York. We shot Mary-Kate Steinmiller, Eugene Tong, Mona, Sharf.
2: So fashion influencers. They
3: weren't really, they weren't influencers though. This was like when the editor, it was all about the people, you know, behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Who was, who, you see a celebrity walk down the red carpet, but who styled her? Who did her hair and makeup? Who are the editors at magazines who now have become, you know, they have a whole public you know, uh, persona about them now. So the but cool girls. Behind, yeah, were, it was like, who's behind the scenes? Who's setting mm. the trends out there? And mm. so we shot a bunch of different people all sort of through word of mouth or within our, you know, uh, network. And it was sitting, you know, in a living room, cold emailing people being like, hey, we have this concept. Um, you know, we'd love to come over and do it. And it was something that people weren't really doing. And we'd go over to somebody's house they would have such a great time and they'd be like oh my god that was amazing you got to go shoot my friend and their friend happened mm. to be somebody else in the industry who right. we would want to feature so you know at the beginning it was all it was all definitely word of mouth we banked a lot of content and we're just shooting it was it was we'd come to a city and shoot Five people a day, every day for ten days. It was like no sleep, all work, but so much fun. And launched the site January 2011. And the day we launched, it crashed. And we were like, "Okay, I guess this is something we're going to do <laughs> full time now."
2: Wow, it crashed. Yeah. And what happens when it crashes?
3: So we didn't expect that many people to come on the the first day. Yeah. um And so I remember we were at Tracy Taylor's house on the first day we launched. And we shot all these people and we didn't have anything to show them yet. You know, Mm. they were kind of just letting us do our thing and having fun. And so finally, we were at Tracy's house and we pushed publish in the morning and we went off to go shoot during the day. And we're at Tracy's like, okay, we're going to show you what this looks like and typed in www. At the time, it was right? And we got 404 over capacity. And we're like, what is going on? Like the site, Hmm. the traffic was over capacity on the first day. And it was all sort of like a domino effect of Twitter. I mean, we shot people from, at the time, they were at Teen Vogue and Details and Harper's and, you know, a store called Holt Renfrew in Toronto and Flair Magazine. And everybody promoted it on their different Twitters at the time. Jake is
2: Canadian, if you haven't figured that I out. I am.
3: I'm from Toronto, Canada. Yeah. And that kind of, you know, created this mm-hmm. this whole, you know, buzz. And I and then Style.com wrote about it at the time. and And then it just crashed on the first day. And who was your first celebrity you ever did? The first celebrity—I remember when my photography style really, like— Kicked in and changed. I was at Jamie King's house, mm-hmm. and I remember that one where I walked away from that shoot, and I was like, "Whoa, this, this, this is really cool." <laughs> but I mean, there's been there's been so many countless, mm-hmm. you know, amazing, inspiring people, including yourself, oh. that uh, I have been able to be fortunate enough to work with,
1: meet uh, from all over the world. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury
2: It's such an incredibly fascinating thing to watch. I mean, you know, the site is so cool. It's so amazing. Congratulations. You just sold it.
3: Thank you very much. Which is
2: awesome. And who knows what's going to happen next. Lots
3: of exciting things. Yeah. Um, It's it's really cool. Yeah.
2: But, you know, your photography is also, you know, you're getting known as a photographer. So, oh, yeah. I mean, you're not getting known. You're known as a photographer, and yeah. you get to travel the globe shooting some of the coolest parties. And you are—there's no one better on Instagram than you showing these amazing scenes. And Thank you. But you're kind of self-taught mm-hmm. in the photography.
3: Yeah, I mean, photography growing up, and I got to, you know, give a big shout out to my dad. There was always like, always a camera around, at, you know, any stage throughout my life. I take a lot of inspiration from him and other photographers and, you know, different people around the world. But photography for me was a creative outlet. I've been shooting forever. I t- started to take it a lot more seriously uh, or a lot more serious around the time I was in university and mm-hmm. and decided that was something I wanted to, to pursue. There was a lot of influential people around me at the time and started to assist. And my photography style then versus what it became it was totally different. You know, I developed as, as a person, as an artist, as a photographer, and started to shoot in a specific style, I think, because... You know, uh, you experience it when I come over, or when I started to go over to people's houses. I mean, we would we would spend two two hours together. Mm-hmm. You know, create so much amazing content, mm-hmm. and it wasn't really about this huge production, but it was about a more intimate experience, which
2: is so amazing because often you do these things and you say, "All right, fine," and all of a sudden, how many people are coming? And there's dozens of people and lights, and Jake comes in with his camera.
3: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: I don't—do you even have a light?
3: I, yes. You I have a def- light now? Definitely, okay, good. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it definitely has <laughs> has progressed in terms right. of production. But, you know, on a specific—we we call them closet shoots. Yeah. That was, you know, two, three people coming over, max, and we would spend a couple hours together. And for me, it'd be more about, you know, connecting with the person, with my subject, and creating unique moments that— nobody else could get, mm. especially when you're in somebody's personal space. You know, when you're working in somebody's home, first of all, a home that I've never been to or seen, right. you get inspired right away. Mm. You walk in, you get a sense of who this person is. And then I, I think, you know, they are also in a certain comfort level because they're in a space that they're comfortable with. And then, I mean, it's really just about having a conversation. And by the end of the two hours, we've, we've shot x number of looks and had the best time
2: and this speaks more to jake as the person not the photographer or the creator of this of this brand but Mm -hmm. you come in and you kind of disarm people because you are really cute you are also really (laughs) nice no but you're also super sweet and nice thank you are you are you are the whole package so you know i think it's really neat so who is jake
3: who is jake who are you that's a big question jake rosenberg is from toronto canada Love it there. Miss it all the time. But moved to New York four years ago. He is the co-founder and creative director of Covetour.
2: And how would you describe Covetour?
3: Covetour is interesting. You know, it started as a passion project. It's grown into a luxury lifestyle media brand. And I, I describe it as a brand in the truest sense. You know, there we have a perspective, we have a visual language, we have a lot of different extensions that we speak to people through. And and one of them is online, one of them is social. We do, you know, we're getting very into the experiential space, getting into the product space. So it's been such an awesome thing to watch Cover grow mm-hmm. over these nine years and you know work with a team, build a team who how believes. many people on your team so right we're now? We're about 20, 25 people. Mm-hmm. So you know we're we're still small, but mm-hmm. we it's a big we, team. It's um It's nothing without the team. You know, the team is what makes Covetour so special. And we all work so hard together towards a unified vision for what the brand is and and what it can be.
2: Well, how did you start working with the brands like Chanel and Louis Vuitton and Dior? Like,
3: how did that happen? It was crazy. It was, I mean, six months into Covetour, we launched it. We were having the best time and it was just like... Us working as it was just working as hard as we could to shoot as much as we could, meet as many people as we could, and and the way that we were doing it was unique. You know, it is it is unique. It had a very specific look and feels at the beginning of this whole you know digital boom for publications, and really our our first like brand partner was Chanel. The first time mm-hmm. I was twenty three years old, I'd never wow. been to Paris, I'd never. You know, worked in the luxury fashion space. Got off the plane. There was a sign with you know double C's on it that said Jake uh, Rosenberg. Do you have
2: the sign? Um, I don't. Did you take have a picture of it? Took a picture All right, good. of it.
3: You know, went That's to so cool. the Masaro, went to the Mette collection show, met Carl, did a whole week in Paris with mm. Chanel. Um, at twenty three years old. And it was just like, what is going on? Mm. And put that on the site. And that was like everybody was kind of like, Whoa, what's what's going on here? And and really, you know a snowball. It was, yeah. I mean, we started to we've always had a luxury perspective to what we're doing, but we make it attainable. We Mm. we have fun with it. We definitely don't take things too seriously.
2: Well, I don't understand why you're even here now or how you got here because you were on the road. No, but you were on the road. Every time I open up, you know, my Instagram, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess because I look at yours the most, it pops up all the time. I'm like, where is he now? Where is he now? I'm here.
1: I'm right here. No, it's
2: amazing. You travel like 25 days out of the month?
3: So I I was. No, not anymore. There was was a period of time, I think for six years, there was like no life, all work, but life was work. And life Mm -hmm. from 23 to 29, let's say, Mm -hmm. I was living in Toronto. How old do you know? 32. Oh,
2: and you did make the 30 under 30 list. Phew. Yeah,
3: that was that, Phew. Yeah, that was okay, good. A, a highlight. For sure. Um, <laughs> on Forbes,
2: yes. On That's Forbes, yeah, cool. the Forbes
3: under 30 list. And but yeah, there was definitely a period of time where three weeks of every month, I was just, you know, people called me a FedEx package. I was just mm. going from one place to another to another. And I was, I was loving it, you know, and I love it. I definitely get burnt out a hundred percent. But in the beginning, and, did you too? In the beginning, yeah. for sure. I mean, you'd be on the road for, I mean, it could be up to a month, could be mm-hmm. more than that, could be come back for two days, then leave again. And I'll always remember if I do ever come home or I did ever come home for like a week, I would sleep for more hours than like I'd sleep for like 18 hours straight, wow. and just like pass out and then get up and I would just go do it all over again because I was, I mean, it was amazing. It is amazing.
2: And so how often are you away now? And are you turning things down?
3: I think now, you know, we have been lucky enough to grow the team, grow a lot of different aspects of the business. And my role in the business has developed over the Mm -hmm. years, you know. So I'm not just shooting every day, all day now, but I'm involved in so much more Mm -hmm. than that. And there is other people, you know, taking on tasks and and whether it's shoots or, generally shoots right. that I used to do you know we now have a lot of people in our network that that we trust mm-hmm. to continue growing the brand right. on behalf of of what we've built
2: and I'm so glad you have my Ben Ritter
3: working with you we which is do. crazy ben is fantastic
2: yeah I could see you guys friends
3: I know I think I didn't even know that he <laughs> knew you at the beginning and I remember coming across his work and maybe it was maybe it was through you actually yeah. he did some he did beauty work for you um yeah. and uh I was like, oh, we gotta get him to shoot for us. Yeah, that, well,
2: well, yeah. funny how I met him. His father is an attorney who my husband used to, you know, do stuff with. And I was complaining about this, these photographers that were so expensive, because we just needed to create a lot of sure. content. And yeah. he said, Oh, you've got to meet my Bob Ritter's son. I said, okay. I am not hiring a lawyer's son to shoot. He's like, just look at his work. Just yeah, meet yeah. Him. And I looked at his work and I'm like, he's interesting. You mm-hmm. know, he was definitely like a kid started working with them, and I think it's been almost 15 years since I've been working with them. Wow. Yeah, so it is is a very small world, which is is why, boys and girls, you have to be nice to everybody because you never know who's going to be there to hire you.
1: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
0: Happy International Women's Day.
2: So, what advice do you have for young people that want to break into this industry?
3: You know, nothing's going to come easy. Mm. So, you know, work work your work your ass off, work your, you know, work as hard as you can. Try and have a perspective and a vision and, and believe in that. Don't, you know, don't look at what somebody else is doing and think, oh, I'll, I'm going to try that also. But, you know, have your own version of, of whatever you're doing. And I think for me, the most important thing that I have done and, and been lucky enough to do over the past years is surround myself with people I trust. And mm-hmm. that's 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 a huge one for sure. You know, I and, and be part of people's networks. I think, you know, I can't tell you, especially in the beginning of all this when I started to build that network of people and we were all kind of at... A, a, different stages in our careers whether you know it's someone like you where i'm so lucky to be able to call you and be like what do you think about this idea and and sit down and have a heart to heart that yes who's on I mean, your board
2: who's on your board i i am one of them um, who so else is on your
3: board Prob Grung Cindy Crawford and Bobby Brown okay um you know, i'm in good and, company too so yes and rely on you know you have you've got a, diff- a lot of different peers in life yeah. i can't you know when we were when I was 25 or 26, you know, I had friends and we were all starting different things and, you know, staying up till, you know, one in the morning being like, all right, so like I'm thinking about doing this. Like, can I just run it by you and getting honest feedback, you know, be honest with yourself, be honest with the people who are around you and and just don't stop.
2: And what, what grounds you? Because literally if anyone that's going to look at your Instagram mm-hmm. and see you at all these parties all these fabulous places. Mm-hmm. They can't always be as fabulous as you make them look.
3: I mean... You sometimes must
2: be, it? like, tired and crabby and say, I want out of here.
3: I i mean, I can't <laughs> tell you how exhausting it all yeah. is. And it might look fabulous. Yeah. And it is fabulous, to be right. honest. It is is—it is a lot of fun. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's exhilarating. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'm, i am I miss my family every yeah. single day. My family is the most important mm-hmm. thing in my life. And so you know it's it's great to travel around all the time but my sister has twin boys do i want to go home and see them every day of course um, and you
2: have a girlfriend
3: and i do have a lovely a bobby
2: approved a bobby, a bobby approved, approved which i could not be happier She's
3: yeah. so special and all my kids love her you yeah. know
2: so yeah
3: and so being away is, is not easy and, yeah. and i do love the fact that now my role is developed that i get to spend time with the team in the office that was always the hardest part too is like i'd be away as the team grew i could be away for weeks and have to figure out okay so i live my daytime work where i'm on set shooting or i'm directing something for a client or all that and you get home from that and then there's all the all the work that needs to be done after mm, right. uh, with the team back home, and because my role was split—photographer, director, creative director, co-founder—there's um, a lot of different like business elements that mm, need to be dealt that's with. A lot of hats, and then creative elements. So, what's next for Jake? What's next for Jake? So, we were just acquired mm-hmm. by a company called Great Bowery, who I cannot be happier about. We've had a relationship with them for probably six years. And Great Bowery, Great Bowery is a holding company that owns a lot of different companies within within them, from talent agencies like Streeters and CLM to licensing like Trunk Archive. And uh, Trunk Archive has represented us for a long time. And this was a very perfect fit. Mm -hmm. I mean, both companies have the same brand values. We have so many synergies, but we do different things, but we complement each other. So now I'm very excited to to be part of something bigger. I know, you know, it was a scary experience and it was a big learning experience going through an acquisition for sure. But um, now over the next little while we are working on a lot of different things that we just didn't have the the infrastructure to do mm. before and so now i mean you'll you'll see what's to come but yeah uh, some, some pretty exciting things happening
2: i can't wait so i have a speed round
3: for you a speed round okay, okay.
2: what's the last thing you bought
3: uh i bought a plant yesterday
2: uh-huh yeah okay what's your coffee order
3: it depends either a double espresso or an almond latte
2: okay and what's the last book you read?
3: Yes, I haven't read a book for a while, Bobby.
2: I've got like four or five next to my bedside. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> Piled up. I
2: Elvis Duran I'm, I'm reading right now. Fine. Really I'll good.
3: steal that one from oh, you. Oh, it's really and, good. And I'll yeah. read
2: that next. Oh, you'll read that. No, that's really good. So what was it like being
3: at the, at the royal wedding? I mean, the royal wedding was fantastic. It, you know, Megan and I were old friends and... I mean, we, we met at the airport in Canada. In Canada, in Toronto, she was filming suits in Toronto, and and we became fast friends. And uh, you know, over the years in Toronto, again, it was the same thing. You know, it was, she she was part of my my support network, and and my I keep a very small group of friends in in my life, and we hit it off. I could never have imagined this was going to happen no. to her, but could not be happier for well, her when we Well,
2: when we shot, Jake shot a, a thing, an activation with me when I was still with the brand, and you brought Meghan Markle, who I didn't see the show. I didn't know her. We instantly hit it off. She was the nicest girl. Such
3: a, such a sweet Such
2: show. a nice girl. And, then you know, we started talking about boyfriend and this and who you're dating. She goes, well, I'm kind of seeing someone now, but he lives in the U.K. I mean, I usually ask a lot of questions. I didn't say, who was it? You know, but, yep. uh, you know, yeah. but it was like, that was a great day. That, we I shot will, that
3: was the day that I, like, found out, too. I remember that. Oh, and, she told uh, you that she was
2: dating him that day? That was
3: the yeah. day. And I was like, okay. Okay. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the wedding was, it was beautiful. It uh, and you hung
2: you know, with Oprah.
3: Hung with Oprah. Yep, that was. uh um, Yeah,
2: I'm at the royal wedding with Oprah Winfrey.
3: Yes, okay. I, did, I didn't go with Oprah, but no, I no, happened but... to walk in at the same time. We both arrived early, and we were both, you know, on the on the same. You know, uh, you arrived at the farm, and there was the shuttles that took you there, and we ended up walking in together. And yeah, that, and, and that's uh, when the the
2: paparazzi nice. got those pictures. About all the and we thought pictures. you guys were dating. No, we were definitely no, I, I not. I knew you dating. were not dating, but I thought that she might have been your date. But no. <laughs> yeah, that was way <laughs> definitely. cool. Definitely
3: definitely exploded that that morning. Yeah,
2: I am sure. What can I say? I love you. I love you too. I want you happy. You are happy. And that makes me happy. Thanks, Bobby. All right, talk soon. Okay. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
3: Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City.